Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Find Your Career Calling. This episode is part of the intern series. As some of you may know, I interned at Google back in 2018. And while I was there, I recorded a few podcast episodes with my other intern friends. Now, these friends have gone on to work at the likes of top companies like McKinsey and Bain, or some have even stayed at Google or started their own thing. In one of the other episodes, you can hear about interns in Google Marketing Solutions, and that's definitely worth a listen to if you want to find out more about the ad business of Google. It's also really important to note that finding what you love and finding what career choice you want to pursue after university is a really tricky thing to do. And even if you are already in a job and you want to pivot away because you feel unfulfilled by it, it's still difficult and sometimes you need a bit of guidance to get you to the next step. If you enjoyed this podcast and think that you can benefit from a bit more clarity and confidence in your next step, then visit fycareercalling.com and I'll be glad to give you some help with that. So with that, I hope you enjoy this episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. I hope you take a lot of insights. Hello friends, welcome to Find Your Career Calling podcast to intern series. In this special edition, we find out what current students are up to to find our next step outside of university. And this episode, I have Tamara and Simba from Google Marketing Solutions, who are currently interning at Google with me. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners? Yeah, so my name is Tamara, and I'm heading into my final year at the University of Warwick, studying computer science and management. Although currently I'm interning at Google this summer in Google Marketing Solutions. However, I've also had some work experience at a fintech company um, called Rumpath. Hey guys, my name's Simba. I'm a student at UCL in London studying a degree called Arts and Sciences, which is basically a really interdisciplinary degree in the American system. I'm going into my final year now. Um, I'm also interning with Tamara at Google GMS, so the UKI market, and I've had previous internships at MC Saatchi, startups, and yeah, a couple of other things. Awesome. Just for our listeners straight out of university or at current university, can you give us a rundown kind of what the application process was while you were at university and what do you think made you stand out? Right, so I was blessed um, with the opportunity to attend the Bold Programme, which was hosted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are VIP. But that's, I, that's I think I got rejected from that. But like, get in early, so I think that's the key thing that you yeah. see across banking and finance and even now tech companies. But sorry, like, carry on. So, Bold Immersion. Yeah, so the Bold Programme was simply to kind of give you an insight into Google as a company and some of the non-technical roles that they offer, although it was only limited to just two roles, which was the Google Marketing Solutions and the Google Mm -hmm. Customer Experience side. I wasn't necessarily interested in either, but I thought this was an opportunity to get my foot in the door. So I went ahead to the Bold Programme. They gave us the opportunity to interview for the internship this summer. Thankfully, I got here and here I am today. Awesome. For me, do you mean specifically to Google or just applications in general? Yeah, applications in general. I think, so for me, I guess Google tomorrow is a more of a structured approach. But honestly, most of the internships I've got in the past are through networking or hustling. Like, yeah. I've, Finesse my way. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think people, when you go to uni, you know, you hear about spring weeks and everything's very structured. But don't underestimate the fact that these 
a lot of time at these companies, okay, not so much the big ones, but even still, these are still people. And if you reach out to the right people and network your yeah. way in, I'm not saying it will get you fully in the door, but it can get you an interview at least. And that's kind of what happened to me. So, yeah. So, ladies, what has been your experience of Google so far? It's been really good. I've met, I think we can all say this, like some really, really incredible people. And I think mm. generally at tech firms these days, you can meet people who are just super open-minded and just hungry to learn. So, you know, it's that thing of surrounding yourself by people that would want to go that extra mile. In terms of my work here, so we get a training portfolio. So it's been really interesting to have that hands-on experience right from the beginning, the opportunity to have an interaction with a client. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been really interesting. But then also 50% of our time is with doing an internal kind of Google project. Right. So that means you get access to lots of stakeholders within the company, which is also really cool. So you get a, I think you get a good mix of both. Yeah, basically what Simba said, I think it sounds so super cliche, but, you know, the people are really what make the internship. Cause yeah. I met some amazing people from all different types of backgrounds. Yeah, for sure. Um, Me. <laughs> that's debatable. Shut <laughs> <laughs> fire. <Shut> yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, I met some amazing people, just you guys and, you know, people within my team, people from other teams as well. So I am really grateful in terms of that. So I think one of the key messages that I wanted to co- to convey in this kind of podcast is a lot of students, especially those who are not as proactive, who are not as knowledgeable of, you know, the, the corporate life, they don't really know where to start. And a lot of them see starting off as a challenge. What advice would you give to these people? And have you, have you yourself faced any challenges throughout whether it be application stage, interview stage, um, or your you know, projects and internships that you have done and has it turned out okay? I suppose it's turned out okay in the end because you're going to yeah, be out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, here, baby. I can, yeah, I definitely. This is so draining. Internship applications are always draining. So I think we can all say that. Yeah. And I think it's one of those, it's actually the process itself is actually also contributes to building your character. People don't realise. Yeah. For us to get to Google, it was actually a year in the making. Like, yeah. We had, I don't know, six interviews, something like that. And it wasn't that thing of, you can't even look at the end goal sometimes. It's you just got to keep looking at the next step, step ahead. Yeah, gotta love Time the process. process. The other thing that I would say is that I definitely, when I came to UCL, as people know, it's a very driven uni and people are great, but it's a big banking and finance focus. So when I, I didn't even know what a spring week was and yeah. like all my friends are applying and I'm, oh my God, it was only honestly until my second year that I was, I've got to get my stuff together. Yeah. And that's when I started networking, using LinkedIn, yeah. going to meet people. And <clears throat> yeah, so I, think- I was so blessed. I was so blessed in my first year. Mm. Well, blessed with love for free food. Yeah. Because the reason I found out about spring week was because the uh, Goldman actually had yeah. a, uh, a tea, uh-huh. a, like a tea recruiter thing, mm. and I was I've never tried this uh, tea shop before, and mm. it's actually really expensive. But they were, it was all free, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm there. But I, yeah, I would <laughs> that's say, how I found out about spring week. Even about spring weeks, like they're really sick to do. But for those people that don't feel that's their path, that's totally fine, mm. and just don't underestimate stepping stones in life. It sounds really cliche, mm. but no, if you look at my past internships, yeah. they honestly have got better and better, and like as time's gone on. But I honestly, I was doing internships where I was working like 16 hours. It's not glamorous at all. And yeah. I wasn't paid much, but that's paved the way for me to be at somewhere exactly. legal. So just learn the value. Your friends may be straight into Goldman or straight into GP, yeah. but you're going to be learning different things and it might take you a slightly longer to get Yeah, exactly. So just remember that. I think all the retail jobs beforehand certainly gives you the soft skills. For sure. Mm, and just to chip in there in regards to the whole spring weeks thing, like, Going into Warwick, again, it's very banking mm. and finance focused. And 
coming from you know I went to a school in central London but I, I, I had no idea that banking was an industry that people even looked at, to be honest, because that was very science-driven and English-driven. Yeah. So when I went into uni and I heard about all these spring weeks applications, yeah. you know, from the very first day, yeah. I was overwhelmed, basically, because... Because you feel like you're in, and then you're like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I actually had no... I mean, I didn't even know about <clears throat> banking, so the interest wasn't there, but I kind of felt I had to given to that pressure and I started applying mm-hmm. and then I quickly realized that it wasn't for me because I had no interest whatsoever and them spring week applications they're not they're not easy you know they're quite long. actually I heard that it's harder to get into a spring week than into a summer it depends really? upon the firm but this is not to discount yeah. them for those people out there that banking is your thing by all means yeah, go for it and like try it but for those that I think yeah a lot of people don't fall into that this is for me just don't do it for the sake of it take your time and figure it out definitely and I think it's important to kind of because as I said my school didn't really provide me Mm. with those opportunities but it's important for you to be proactive and search for those opportunities yourself because they are out there regardless of whether it's banking spring weeks or whether it's um the bold program for example Mm. with google I honestly had no idea about these things but you had to you have to be proactive in searching for these. To your point, I think this is one of the reasons as well why I started this podcast. I wanted to focus on a lot of... First of all, I wanted to... I'm very much a gender parity advocate and I wanted to focus on women in professional careers. Mm. So I really strive to interview as many women, professional women, in my podcast. And the other thing is I wanted to move away from the financial services and move to the most the industries that are not spoken of. So a lot of my early podcasts were in marketing and creative agencies because I think that a lot of creative agencies and branding agencies, they're not, they're not, they don't really do anything spring week or anything like that. It's mm. quite hard to learn about them from, from your first year or second year. It's something that you kind of apply for graduate jobs. And by then it's kind of too much of a commitment mm. and it's it's I think it's one of the things that they really need to work on to start evolving involving younger university students yeah and it's also things internships and stuff it's really important for you to kind of find out what you what you don't as well because mm-hmm. you know I know from this internship although I love Google as a company you know perhaps GMS is it where I should be yeah but through the internship I've managed to meet people in teams that I would love to be in so and just to add on to that I used to see internships as me building my CV for other people mm. I never do you see what I mean then I was, I was like hang on a minute actually this is teaching me what do I what yeah. do I want from an employer yeah. I think it's important to realize this is for your own benefit it's not just to make you look good it's to understand at the end of the day we're gonna be working till we're hella old <laughs> like yeah exactly. so we better figure out what sort of industry exactly. we want to be in so yeah and it's you know you don't really have to commit 100%. Yeah, it's like a little taste, though. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't, you're able to pull away and try yeah. something else. So you don't really have... Because I have commitment issues. Yeah, same. <laughs> In everything. I think that's a very long podcast. <laughs> so for our listeners who, you know, obviously can't see this, Simba is Simba and me are both Asian origin and Tamara is Nigerian or Nigerian origin. <laughs> And I am black. <laughs> I'm Indian. <laughs> Just, you know, to be to be clear. So I wanted to talk about whether you face any challenges because of this. And obviously we hear about gender discrimination. And I've certainly felt intimidated, not, necessar- not necessarily because of my race. But perhaps, so my, my degree is anthropology. And when I was first starting out and venturing out in the professional world, I was very much going for the banks. And I remember... A lot of it was pretty much a room boys most of the time and most of them they'll be oh what do you study and i say anthropology and they'll be oh why are you here you know so i've definitely 
been in that situation where I'm in a sea of guys and I felt intimidated and felt I don't belong here. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of hear whether you've had experiences of that and what kind of advice would you give to someone who is experiencing something like that, especially, you know, second year attending all these events at all these banks or whatever, tech companies, professional companies, consulting companies are are holding and finding themselves being the only woman in the table. So as a black female, I think, well, let me just give you my story and how I felt. So when it came to making my university choices, I told my head of sixth form that I wanted to study computer science at Warwick. And she questioned me about it and tried to discourage me. She was like, sure, you know, it's going to be full of, you know, you know, nerdy boys in the middle of nowhere. Is that really what you want to do? And was trying to give me other alternatives. But I had my mindset, yeah. I wanted to do computer science. And I actually looked up to her um, because she was one of my favourite teachers. And she... Wow. Yeah, so when it happened... She discouraged you. Yeah, when it happened, I didn't really feel too great about it, obviously. And it kind of made me question myself. But again, it comes down to having that tunnel vision and knowing what you want and going after it. Yeah. Because, you know, studying computer science and management has opened so many doors yeah. for me. So if I didn't go ahead and do that, then who knows where I would have been. But anyway, I digress. When I actually came to Warwick and on my first day, sat yeah. down in the lecture hall, looked around and I saw that I was the only black female, which was fun. Yeah. But it kind of made me feel, I kind of had a sense of not belonging, kind of, which of course, it's not a great feeling to have because then it causes you to doubt yourself. Yeah. Um, it can affect you negatively. Well, in my experience, you know, it did affect me negatively, but it kind of is what you make it. So unfortunately, in this day and age, there are times when you're, you are going to be the only black female in the room, perhaps, or the black person or the only man or the only female, whatever it is. But you can either let that define you or you can show them your capability show them what you are capable of show them why you are different but in a good way yeah so with me it comes down to like my work ethic and you know just how I am as a person how personable I am in things so I try not to let it define me anymore at the beginning I did yeah and that stops me from reaching out reaching out for support if I needed it because I kind of felt like, oh if I ask for support they'd be like oh she's asking for support yeah okay. just kind of I don't know how to explain it yeah but I hope you know what I mean yeah, I think I get you. It's you feel that you you have to prove more. Yeah, and I don't want to stand out even more than yeah. I am already, if that makes sense. So did you <clears throat> did you experience people directly kind of you know discriminating or kind of being prejudiced towards you at all? I wouldn't say I've faced any direct discrimination. Yeah. I do have quite thick skin anyway, yeah. so even if someone was to say something or do something you know, I am able to brush it off and I am I probably won't take it as personal as someone yeah. else would. Mm. But, uh, you know, maybe indirect, perhaps, but direct, no. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I just... Although I do yeah. know people who have faced direct discrimination. Yeah, because how would you, so how would you cope with them? I think they're both as just bad as you... At the end of the day, I feel you're never going to know what people are going to think. And at the end of the day, if you're coming to a workplace, this stuff shouldn't exist anyway, but it does. It's a yeah. world problem. Like, yeah, just remember that. Yeah, unfortunately, it is a problem. That's, it's the society we live in. and But at the same time, yeah, it's horrible when you're in that position. I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced directly, probably indirectly tomorrow. I've just kind You've of let it slide. It. Yeah, I'm not even let it slide. I didn't let, you don't think it's letting it slide. It's just that. I channel it into my work or I channel mm -hmm. it into... You either you see make it, it fuel. Yeah, it's it's exactly. You either let it impact... I was the only brown girl for some... And now thinking back on some of my internships and it was like, right, like, 
they may think one thing of me, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna like break that stereotype. Yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be the pioneer of this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You can see it two ways. You're right. There are hardly any black females within computer science, and it's hard. It's hard that you're kind of the one at the forefront. Mm. But like, we we all need to be at the forefront. Yeah. It's like we all like in our own industries now, and so it is hard. That's not taking away from it. And in terms of advice, it's so individual to the type of person and stuff. I don't want to blanket it at all, but. I think for those days where you feel, oh, this has really got to me, just remember you are doing good. Your presence alone, you being there in those spaces is doing something. So just keep going, boo. (laughs) I think in terms of, so for example, if you were to face any direct discrimination, I don't think you should, you know, ignore it, slide or whatever. I think make your feelings be known because if you bottle bottle it up, um, again, it can have some sort of negative effect. So don't do it in the moment. (laughs) Wait till you calm down if it's riled you up a bit. Yeah, you don't have to cut anything. Yeah, Yeah. we shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable in the working environment. We should be able to live our lives exactly as our white or whatever counterparts do as well. So um, I think approach it in a very calm manner. Go with some points if you have to. I need to tell this person that this is what they did to me. I didn't get and kind of get them to see where they went wrong. And Simba said, it's unfortunate that we have to be the people, you know, at the forefront. However, again, I chose to channel that and I chose to surround myself with people who are in the industry me. So I've, oh, a bit of promo. I've started this scheme (laughs) for black girls within computer science. So it's it's called Black Femme Tech and it's to surround yourselves with a community of black females within tech yourself and then also to encourage other young black girls to get into tech so it's unfortunate that i have to be that pioneer but no oh, it's fortunate yeah, it's amazing like you. but you know just think sorry it's, yeah. like, but it's funny you you're gonna plug yourself too <laughs> yeah no not even <laughs> just discrimination yeah. I, I received it with a client and another like yeah. one of my british mm. indian friends did yeah you know the guy on the phone oh i've been put through to all these indian people yeah mm. Um, but no, but you know what's funny? By the end of this an hour and a half conversation, he was thanking me and being like, kind of a, not apologised, but I think he realised and I said to him, yeah. like, oh, I'm Indian too, you know. Mm. And he's, you know, it took him aback. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't make a thing out of it, but I just made it very clear. And he, that's that's one person. I know it's just one person, one, but I'm breaking that stereotype yeah. of like... Of course, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that, that was it's important It's the best feeling. It's the best feeling when... When... You, when um, <laughs> you realise that you've kind of... For the, exactly, even if it's just one person... Still like, something. You've broken... One person less. Yeah, one person less. Mm-hmm. But again, that, it comes down to what you said about channeling it through your work and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Showing it through your work. This brings me to my favourite question, which is, what has been your proudest moment so far? In life? Or... Well, I guess <laughs> in a professional space, but, you oh. know. <laughs> um... like, okay, for me... I don't... <laughs> okay, proudest moment, girls. For me, so I've got... Okay, I think it's so important, this is another black plug, but to have a side <laughs> hustle. Guys, have a side hustle. All about a side hustle. Honestly, because that motivates you. So my side hustle is like, when I'm older, I want to become a restaurateur. And like, awesome. So, so <laughs> random. But that, again, that's also something interesting tying to what we said before. Like, cigars have been my passion since i'm like 18 i'm 22 now wow that's so interesting yeah. I so yeah and there's such a, a white male dominated space yeah so i'm a brown girl with short hair. <laughs> really yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what i mean so me being there is already changing things up and uh, so basically i 
the oldest cigar kind of house in the world. I kind of pitched myself to them. They don't do internships. And I was like, look, I can do this, this and this. And I want to learn this. And they've invited me for interview. Wow. And then basically, yeah, the CEO of one of the major cigar companies in the world, I managed to get well I've got basically booked in to have a cigar with him and a coffee Amazing. and just talk about careers and stuff so again I'm not saying that's going to be my life but the fact that it's something that I've been passionate about but I haven't just kept it stagnant it's not yeah. like something I'm passionate about and I know I'll get to it later yeah. I'm just trying to be proactive with it that's so. a really interesting point it doesn't ha- it doesn't have to be binary you know you don't yeah. have to just do university and just do university yeah. you can do university Guys, do have, courses do like have a job you learn yeah. something and then go towards your goal you can have you know it's, there's people right now who are stuck on nine to fives mm-hmm. and you just think oh yeah he's just stuck on his nine to five he, but he has so much side hustle you know the dawn of the internet has just transformed yeah everything so yeah I think it's really good that you were proactive and you went for it I think we also I don't know I think it's just so important to be and this is what I really love about Google is that everyone here is so well-rounded yeah you know tomorrow has got her black fan tech everyone's got something going on or something that they're passionate about you're doing this podcast I'm doing my stuff already in this room like you can see people have got stuff yeah. going on it's so important to whether it's languages whether it doesn't always have to directly relate to your job just try and yeah. be the fullest person and you never know, five years down the line, that could feed into your job and that can help you. Yeah. Do you know sure. what I mean? So just be aware of just reading, just even reading the news, reading books. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's amazing. Tamara? Right. I would say mine is actually probably getting into Google. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought maybe from sixth form something when I decided that oh my god computer science is what I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. I thought like, subconsciously in my mind I've always thought oh my god Google that would be great. But I didn't actually think that was something that I could achieve until I researched into the BOLD programme, the internship, the full-time roles that are available here. Um, so, yeah, I would say Google simply because it's been a little been a little passion of mine from young. Of course, we can't finish without asking, where do you see yourself in the future, five to ten years from now, maybe? Where do you envision your career? Private jet. I'm so. <laughs> Bahamas, house in Bahamas. We picking tomorrow. Let's <laughs> see Pauline. We riding the car, top down. <laughs> you think I'm joking? Yeah, it's literally. I'm literally like I'm living like Diddy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a plan personally. Like mm. if you'd asked me two years ago, would you be at Google? I'd be, Hell no. Same. I was gonna do medicine at one point. So, for me, I just grind for the next eight months. Mm-hmm. So I'm graduating. I just grind for to see what opportunity is going to come. Also, you change so much as a person. Mm, like, yeah. It depends on the type of person you are. If I plan too much and it doesn't mm, go to plan, yeah. I get annoyed. Yeah. So for me, the best way to motivate myself is little goals. Apply for certain places, see what happens. Yeah. And then, who knows? I would like to start my own business one day. Yeah, same. I'm, that's, that's me too. I, yeah. I'm trying to do that. <laughs> Side hustle. Woohoo. Tamara? Um, five to ten years. That's a really scary thought because like... Married, children. Oh! <laughs> Tamara! <laughs> Men are... Joking. But yeah, that's a scary thought because Simba said you can plan, plan, plan mm. but then if things go don't go to plan what are you going to do? Crumble and cry? or mm. I don't know. But like, You can just tell that this is, such, this is such an inversion of the stereotype because, you know, girls, they're like planners, they want things to go to plan you guys are the first people that have said to me don't really know (laughs) we've even had private conversations about you know the future and stuff and i don't even know what i want to do in the Mm. future that's why things like internship are so important for me to do so i can learn what i do like what is a yes what is a no what is a hell no Mm. so like 
I don't know about the next five to 10 years, but I have to look at things in chunks. So in the next six months, you know, I'm still going to be at uni for my final year. Simba said, just grind hard, make sure I get god willing that first degree yeah that first class degree sorry and then next summer i might try again for another internship yeah. in another place who knows might be at google who knows yeah. you know just leave it up to god because he might be in the, the plan yeah it's ex- might be in the bahamas okay girl pick me up <laughs> in your private jet Thank you so much, girls. It's no, been so much you. fun. I think this has been the most fun. Actually, this was really fun. Podcast yeah, recording I've done. This was I was really so fun. nervous. Thank you for having yeah. us. Thank, Thank you. If you got to the end of this episode and feel like you want to find your own career calling, then check out fycareercalling.com where I can help you gain clarity and confidence in your next step. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe and share it with a friend because friends, life is too short. You got to find what you love.